You're listening to She Well Read. Get ready to be part of a community that is dedicated to helping you become the most well-read version of yourself through reading. On this show, we hope to bring people together through shared experiences and provide a platform that promotes reading as a source of self-care while increasing your knowledge on various topics. Thanks for being here and let's get on to the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back for another special edition episode of She Will Read. Today, we are continuing our Black 365 campaign with special guest Mayor Randall Woodbin. Mayor Woodbin is the current mayor of Birmingham and is currently going on a tour being a guest on Birmingham-based podcast. So welcome, Mayor Woodbin. I'm glad to be here, and I appreciate what y'all do. So I'm ready to rock out with whatever y'all want to talk about or discuss today. Perfect. Okay. So just a little quick, tell us about yourself. Obviously we know you're the mayor, but we know you are also more than just the mayor. So go ahead and give us your spiel. My spiel is is simple. I am an everyday regular person. I I love people. Um, Birmingham's home, born and raised here. So this doesn't just feel like a job. It feels like I'm actually doing community work. Um, I I have a, a background in not only practicing law, but making community impact in education. And more about myself. Let's see. I love golden flake, salt and vinegar, and dill pickle chips, right? I, I drink water. I go to the gym. I, I'm a nerd. I love to read. I love to learn, uh, to be a sponge and soak up things. So um, I'm my mom's son, and I am one of my niece's favorite uncles. So I'm just an everyday person trying to make a difference in my own town. Wow, that was extremely relatable, but the things that really touched me was the uncle part and that, you know, it's just so important to have the cool uncles and the cool aunts out here. You guys stay alive, just so you know. (laughs) Got you. I got you. Absolutely. So we know you mentioned reading and obviously we are a reading based podcast. So tell us a little bit about, you know, kind of any initiatives that there are in the city for or coming for the city for reading in the community and different type of programs that will be offered based on reading. So the main thing we have that I would like to share with you, you all and your audience is something called Page Pals. Uh, Page Pals is an initiative. Um, It's a partnership between the city of Birmingham Division of Youth Services and the Birmingham City School System. Um, I have been passionate about um, education for quite some time in our community. My mom and stepmom are retired teachers. My stepmom did 33 years in Birmingham City Schools. My mom did 11 years in Jefferson County School System. My older sister is an educator as well. So you can imagine being a brother and a a son just listening to the conversations around education. And so fast forward, um, Alabama, unfortunately, has created a, a law that's very punitive that says if third graders aren't reading by grade level, then they're automatically held behind, which I think sucks, by the way, not cool. Um, but in lieu of the global health pandemic, our children, prior to the global health pandemic, our children were already behind. Things have gotten worse, right? So what we wanna do is, is, is push the needle and saying that, okay, we acknowledge and respect that so much learning takes place outside of the eight hours of class and there's still two hours left in a day. And so a minimum of three days a week, PagePal seeks to find other adults in the community, whether it's parents, 
or neighbors or church members or mentors or friends or whoever to engage those same third grade children in our Birmingham city school systems, 15 minutes at uh, an invariable 15 minutes, three days a week around just reading. So our children can learn more and at a minimum be at grade level. So they don't have to repeat the third grade. That's a lot of words, but that's all in this program called Page Pals. I didn't know about Page Pals. And so it just kicked no. up. It's just, oh. it, it, okay. literally, we, when I say we announced it um, one week ago, it has literally been right at about seven, eight days. Seven days. I know what a week is. I've been. I was, you know, I did pass the third grade. So, and you know what? I just, I feel like reading, it, it gets lost in the school day because there's math and there's science and history. And I feel like those things all encompass reading. They do. But so they almost put maybe a little less emphasis on just the reading part of things. And I was fortunate enough in high school to have AP classes, which did put a heavy focus on speed reading and things like that. But it was something I had never really been taught or, you know, a teacher had put that extra emphasis on. And so every day in one of my teacher's classes, um, she was really very, very much eclectic, very much like we're doing what I want to do, not necessarily what the school wants me to do. And she was like, this will prepare you guys more than you even know. And I didn't really get it at that time. And it was really just about 15 minutes every day um, in her one hour class. But it changed. It changed the game because that consistent just like this is how you read. You know, no one teaches you that. It's just like, okay, this is the alphabet. And then, you know, phonics or whatever, however you hooked on phonics, however you grew up learning to read is sometimes not as simple as that. And a lot of students struggle with, you know, disorders that make it even harder to focus on that. So props to Birmingham City for doing that. That's fantastic. Absolutely. All right. Okay. So I guess the next question would be, what was your journey to becoming a mayor? So my journey, uh, my journey started in, in college. I went to a small liberal arts college on a red clay hill in Atlanta, Georgia called Morehouse. And it's very interesting at Morehouse because um, there's, a, there's a lot that people say happens there. But I, what I like to tell people what happened is it's very direct, very simple. There's a three-way three -way intersection. At this intersection, it's not just one is academic rigor. Um, two is leadership and three is community service. And so it's, it's poured into us over and over, um, not just learning and, and obtaining your degree, um, but the impact you make in the community with this degree and to be a leader. Mm -hmm. And so there's, a, there's this real like just honing in on leadership and service, leadership, service, leadership, service over and over to the point where by my senior year, um, being asked a question in a national publication back in 2002. So that's literally 20 years ago. I told the world that I wanted to be the mayor of Birmingham. And then out of college, I've been in and around municipal government for 
since 2003, 19 years in all forms of capacity, working with the city's youth services, working with the city council, um, being a lawyer for the city at least eight years, serving on the school board for at least four years. Um, again, just being in the community, um, serving on various boards and agencies, uh, again, around community impact and youth involvement, et cetera. So all those things shaped and molded me and got me to the point where um, I said, I said in 2002, I wanted to be married. 15 years later at age 36, I became there. And we love to see it. That is so awesome. And I think very inspiring for anyone out there who's like, I want to do this thing and I'm going to make it happen. Like your story is very inspiring and it, exactly that. <laughs> so thank you for sharing that. Um, another thing that we want to talk about was this Power to the People podcast tour. What What's going on with this? What's the initiative behind it? What do you hope to build off of it? And any connections that we can make? I think this whole Power to the People tour is simple. Um, one, this is a cliche, but you hear people say it. You really have to speak truth to power. And I think the best way to do that is for anyone in any position, um, particularly marriage, though. You got to be your very genuine, authentic self. I just spent four days in a leadership um, class um, in the mountains with 19 other leaders, so 20 of us across the nation um, in various leadership um, capacities and positions. But the whole idea is um, I spend so much of my time listening that every now and then I'm afforded the opportunity to either respond or share and articulate my vision or more importantly, share my why. The why is so important. And so this tour is, is about sharing the why. Why we, why we, when I say we, not just me, but why are we in the work of mayor and administration and gov local government? Um, what's our purpose? What's our vision? Why do we serve? What do we need to accomplish on behalf of the people we serve? So knowing our why and then sharing our why. That's really important. I think that I have seen maybe, hopefully, I say this hopefully, um, a shift in the political climate. And I think that radical honesty, like you said, is the only way to really connect with people. Right. Your, your words, you know, they hit me in my heart versus someone who's pandering to me. It's just kind of going over my head. And I feel like, especially with us, my generation, Gen Z, growing up on social media, we're so used to being pandered to and sold to that when someone is legitimately speaking from their heart and being honest, it just hits different. So thank you for sharing your words. And uh, yeah, uh, just to break up the, you know, more serious questions. I wanted to do kind of a speed round on your Ready. favorites in Birmingham. Okay. I, don't even know ask, I don't even know what you're going to ask me. I, I, I hope you're ready. All right, I'm ready. Okay, Fav it'll start easy. Favorite restaurant? My favorite restaurant? Yes. Your mom looks like that. A period. Period. We stand your mamas in this house. <laughs> yes. Actually, the chicken places in Birmingham are out of this world. They're the best. There's a new chicken spot that I really want to try. Um, and it's, Name of it. It was open. 
see, I have to go on my phone. It was opened by the first first trans owned business in Alabama, Chick Chicky. Oh, that's right there on Park Place. So I haven't been yet either. So you, one of us got to beat the other. So one of us got know how how good it is. All right, yeah, and I'll work on getting that name. <laughs> uh, okay, favorite bookstore. So, <laughs> I would say Reed's Bookstore here in Birmingham. Yes. That's on that's on Third Third Avenue. I love how eclectic eclectic it is. I love how cool it is. Um, I love the um, nostalgic feel of it. That is a very cool bookstore. No, I agree. The first time I went in there was after going to Trattoria, and it was just like right around the corner. Zaza, I guess, is what it's called. Did you get the French toast? Of course, yes. Right. You have to get the French toast. All right. <laughs> they do it well. They do it well. Um, but yeah, Reeves is kind of this little hidden gem, I would say, in the bookstore community within Birmingham. So if you are in the Birmingham area, check out Reeves Bookstore. It is really almost like stepping into a time capsule. Um, and there is just, you know, the owner just, he's very, like you said, eclectic. So he's cool too. Great answer. He's cool. Yes. Um, he actually has a podcast. Oh, I didn't know that. Y'all got to put me on. Yeah. I didn't know that either. Mm -hmm. I'll have to, I'll have to link that in the show notes and send that over your way. Okay. Next question. Coffee, favorite coffee shop. Well, I don't drink coffee, but I, my, my favorite coffee shop okay. was Urban Standard. Urban Standard. Oh, but that was, that was, yeah, it's like for real. That was everybody's WeWork. That was everybody's meeting space. It was like the coolest thing ever. And there are a couple of places I miss in Birmingham. Urban Standard is one of them. Ah, oh, wow. I haven't thought about Urban Standard in, Probably over a year. So In a minute. Just hit me. <laughs> yeah, that was a really tragic loss for Birmingham, but hopefully <laughs> there's something new that'll come up. We'll see. Um, actually, shout out to Domestique. Um, Panache, I guess is what it's called, in Five Point South. It's a great one if you want to check it out. Right. They have a mean... Yeah, I w they have a mean avocado toast, like the best in Birmingham. And I'm right. an avocado toast connoisseur, so she that she is. I put my stamp of approval on that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, favorite bar. Oh man, my favorite bar. Mm -hmm. So um, it was easily the Atomic, um, but I, yeah. I can't, it's now it's gone as well, right? The Atomic and Urban Standard, like my favorites are like no longer with us. Um, I, I can't necessarily say that I now have a favorite bar, but there are a lot of cool bars, y'all. And they're just, just, just too many cool bars now. Like you have- any So many, Queens, have, Queens Park, Paramount. Yeah, Queens Park, Paramount are all dope. Um, yeah. you, got, you got Collins, um, you have Paper Doll, um, um, yeah. look, even, even Bazaar, Bazaar is like a coffee shop and it's a little bit of everything. You should have said that was my that. favorite coffee shop because yeah. Bazaar, that's a double, that'll, it's you, almost it's a double winning and shout out to Will, right? <laughs> shout out to Will, shout out to Black Home, shout out to <laughs> literally that place is Bazaar, but in the coolest way. So, um, you get a little mix of everything. You get, you get chocolate, you get beer, you get 
and everything in between. So you can't lose with, you cannot lose with Bizarre. You can't. And you really can't. The funniest part, <laughs> it just always reminds me the first time I ever went in there, it was after five and I ordered a coffee and they were just shocked. They were like, nobody has ever done this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Samer is the type that will drink coffee when we're recording an episode at 6 p.m., just ready to go. It's hilarious to me. I'm like, you're really drinking coffee this late? But okay. Love, you. Love your coffee. No judgment. You know, That's right. My family is from East Africa. We, it's in our blood. <laughs> <laughs> I like it's in your blood. <laughs> so weak. Okay, last question. What is your favorite neighborhood in Birmingham? See, now you just be careful with that one. I was like, that's a dangerous question. Maybe, maybe you shouldn't answer that. Yeah, we'll leave it there. Or maybe put that hold closely to your heart. Maybe that's that was, Maybe that's that was really that was my that was my vision. I got you. I got you. So, so that's easy. The ones that hold the the ones that hold close to my heart. Are, are North Birmingham and Crestwood North. So North Birmingham, my first 11 years of my childhood, and then my mom moved to Crestwood North when I was 12. So anytime I, I step foot into either one of those, uh, child, childhood memories are triggered and like, it's, it's cool, right? But na- historic neighborhoods that I love easily are Norwood, College Hills, uh, Smithfield, and Forest Park. Awesome. Thank you. That are all good ones. concludes the speed round. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Samma, for that, because I wasn't expecting it, but I loved it. Love to see it. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So to wrap us up today, uh, but first, before we wrap up, thank you, Mayor Woodfin, again, for coming yeah. on our show today. Thank you for sharing all of your knowledge, all of your wisdom, all of your truths. Um, be sure to share with us any way that we can be of service to Page Pals or how we can get the word out about Page Pals so our listeners can be of service because that Absolutely. is such a needed program, I feel, in our community just in general. And so we want to make sure to get the word out about it so that we can help in any way that we can. Thank you so much. We'll do. I'll make sure one of my team members follows up with you. Awesome. So you can get it to your team. Yes. My team get it to y'all so you can make sure you get it to your audience and followers. Yes, yes. Get it to everybody. Uh, but do you have any, of course, because we're a book podcast, do you have any book recommendations and what are you currently reading? So I'll, I'm going to, I'm going to break this down. I'm getting ready to go on a, a trip actually. Um, so I am going to be rereading the book you see flanking me, um, which is about a fire you can't put out, which is, which is, um, the book about Fred Shuttlesworth, his entire life, um, literally the movement and everything he represents as a human being. But I'm also going to bring a, a, um, an oldie. I just don't know which one I'm going to pick yet. So my favorite author is Malcolm Gladwell. And so between Tipping Point and Blink and Outliers and What the Dog Saw, um, and his, his newest book that I finished, I want to say about, about six months ago, I'm going to bring one of those as well. I just don't know which one I'm going to do yet. Um, and then I, I love, um, I love Doris Kearns on top. Sometimes she has this book called um, leadership in crisis. And she goes to talk, she pulls fourth presidents, uh, Roosevelt, uh, as well as Lincoln, 
Um, and she pulls two more, but she goes into depth about how they led in times of crisis in our country. But um, little leadership nuggets based on their childhood and life experiences, how they brought them into the White House. And so um, these are things I got interested in now. And I just finished uh, the last book I actually finished uh, was Will Smith's book called Will. Now, I know in lieu of all the the woke pieces over the last week and a half because he slapped somebody. Slap heard around the world. <laughs> His book is the best book I read in 2021. Um, I mean by, well, of 2021. And what I mean by that is I have never witnessed that much vulnerability and, and candor in a person that like really exposed themselves of, of who they are. And peel back so many layers of just the person, but it was so vulnerable. And I don't, I don't remember the last time I recall a book, a personal's life journey being that vulnerable for the world to know and see. So it was easily the best book of 2021. In lieu of everything we've been talking about the last week and a half, Will is the best book of 2021. You put me on there because... I mean, to be honest, I wanted to read the book for the wrong reasons. So for you to call that the best book of 2021, now I have to read it for the right reasons. So thank yeah. you. Shout out to Will Smith. Yeah, you're actually the second person who's told me that they read the book and how like in lieu of everything that's happened, it kind of makes you rethink everything that led up to that moment. So now, again, adding it to my list of things of the many books yeah. that I have to read. <laughs> gotcha. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again, Mayor Woodfin, and we hope to be hearing from you soon. You all can find all of the books that we've talked about today in our show notes. It's going to take you to our bookshop because we don't shop with Amazon. We support local <laughs> as much as we can. We can't even talk. But anywho, this has been another episode of She Well Read. I'm Alana signing off. Thank you. See y'all next time. Bye. Thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at She Well Read to stay in the loop. Also, be sure to send us listener letters, fan mail, or PR to our P.O. Box 1725, Gardendale, Alabama 35071. And remember, if you have anything to add, comment, suggest, feedback, send it all to shewellreadqa at gmail.com or post about it in our Instagram group. And for any business inquiries or collabs, send us an email to shewellread at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe, download, and leave a five-star review for today's episode.